I don't even know what I did this past weekend, man. This weekend has been a blur. This week has been a blur. I can't believe tomorrow, well, tomorrow is Friday. Tomorrow's Thursday. No, today's Thursday. Holy crap, you man. You dumb dumb. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm so out of it. I'm so just lost. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, for real. Me too. It's been uh, it's been quite the year. <laughs> yeah, and, it, and it's, it's 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 the sixteenth. It's the sixteenth. It's and it's already been quite the year. Quite the year. What's that meme? It's pretty funny. It's uh, like, man, this week has been quite the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's a lot. It, it's a lot. You know, with uh, what with... up, what island, master? Yeah, what up? What's a cracking man? You're a cracker man, dude. Why are you racist, Dave? Yeah, racist Dave. There's Muggos. He's racist. He really hates everybody. Name beer mug. Mm. Like that song. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We were just talking about uh, how this week has just flown by, and uh, how how this year it's been hell of a year already, and it's only like December already. Coming yeah. up on Monday morning, uh, yeah. we announce Acoustic Christmas. I was telling you, I, I, I don't remember what I did this past weekend. I know I didn't have any gigs, but I don't remember what I did at I all. I did Hollywood Park. Yeah, oh, that's right. right. Yeah, oh, yeah, the great golf yeah. experiment. Oh, man. Oh. The great, so, it's like a great <laughs> golf experiment. You yeah. know why? I wasn't there, so you guys just- That's why people know. suck at golf, because well, you weren't there? In, no, I'm in, just saying, it, the the- Someone to run the event. <laughs> in theory, what are you going to hold the putter for them, Dave? In theory, I would show them how to do it. Oh. It was it was a fine contest. I, even even if like you know now knowing what I know, I would be like, hell no, we're not doing this. But in theory, it, it seemed like it would work. It would have been a fine idea. So yeah. I, I, at the end of the Hollywood Park Casino gig, we're giving away the TV, and uh, you know we have have these raffle tickets, and we were calling people up to you know putt, putt yeah, and wh- whoever sings it in the hole, the small Small hole, yeah. by the way. Uh, yeah, uh, would win the TV, right? Yep. <laughs> and so, beer mug has to leave at a certain time. I think you had to leave at five. Yeah, or something. Yeah, because he had to pick up his kid. So I'm spinning tunes, and all of a sudden, um, Andrew, who kind of like you know is uh, is in charge there, I was like, Omar, you got to take over. I'm like, take over for what? He's like, Beer Mug's got to go pick up his kid. And I look at my watch, and we have already been doing the contest for a good 20 yep. to 30 no minutes. No way! Oh, yeah. I thought that was the total. Of, uh... mm-hmm. <laughs> so, then that, so then I take over, and I start calling out names like super fast. We're trying to get through it. Flash forward another 20 minutes. No winner. And people started like, you know, like picking up tickets off the floor and, you know, started like weaseling the way in there. And I was just like, as a as a host, if I'm hosting it, I can't be a jerk. Right. So I was like, all right, let's go. You know, so we ended up going through everybody who had a raffle ticket and nobody ended up guy, winning the TV. A guy with no arms came up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and you're crazy. like, put it in your mouth. Yeah, just dude, nope. spit it out. <laughs> Um, wow, so yeah, that, that was dirty. that was quite an adventure. But uh, yeah, well, speaking of Hollywood Park Casino, I hope you guys join us. We actually just got the paperwork yesterday we did. about some shenanigans that we're going to be doing, and we are all ready for February second. Yeah, uh, Sunday. Oh, so I'm I'm not Mr. Sports. Right? Is it is it looking like there's going to be a decent Super Bowl, guys, or oh, yeah. what's what's the deal? I well, so. here's a like a kind of fun fact. If you're a really Super Bowl head, like mm-hmm. if you're a, a NFL nerd, which I am. Um, yeah, <laughs> if the Chiefs... I know what Dave's going to say. Then say it. If if it's Chiefs and Packers, that will be a replay of the su- first Super Bowl ever played. Exactly. It's well, Was it a good one? To, yes, Bart Packers Starr. Packers won. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Uh, no. Uh, Packers won. 
That's what. Rewind the tape, please. Did you say that? Are you kidding? Yeah. No, no. Kidding? He literally just said that. Oh, I just hey, said Packers, Packers won. And I was agreeing with oh, you. Packers won. That was weird. <laughs> I was like, wasn't well, Vince? Isn't why is it's Dave, called the Vince Lombardi Trophy? Is Dave stroking out? I have no idea. Where I was, was it played, something. Omar? Where was oh, it played? What um, stadium? What um, stadium was it played in? Uh Austin. Coliseum. Coliseum. <laughs> I said Austin. No, it's the Coliseum. <laughs> Why are you screaming, man? Because he got it wrong. That's funny. My bad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but that's pretty cool, man, because it's the 100th year. This is the 100th year of the oh, NFL. Yeah, so cool. Super Bowl one was Chiefs and Packers. Yeah. Oh, and uh, yeah. Super Bowl 100 could be Chiefs and Packers no, as well. Gonna be, it's going to be Chiefs and Niners. For our sake, let's hope, yeah. let's hope it's the Niners. Because, you know. Oh, <laughs> what up, Ken? <laughs> Ken knows. So, oh. Uh, oh. so <laughs> let's you know. Uh, so, so yeah. Uh, so, uh, man, yeah, we could talk about the stuff that we got going on because we got the email, right? I don't have an email. What are you? What oh, are you, you didn't. Get, I thought you were part of the email. Did you get the email yesterday? It's the Packers, dude. About uh, <laughs> about the run of schedule. Yeah. No. Wait, why did you get that, dude? What? Did, did they just leave me out? Am I cut out already? I missed one, oh, and that's okay. it. Well, I'll give a brief overview. It. Is that you, you know? Want it? We're we're, uh, we're going to be uh, kind of like you know doing our normal B team shenanigans where we're going to yeah. give a, a ton of tickets away to Kara uh, concerts and events. But on top of that, we're also going to be giving away a Drinkworks machine. You know oh, that uh, I, Drinkworks, yeah. So we're going to be giving that away with the contest, and we're also going to be giving away uh, two TVs. I, I believe we're going to be uh, giving away one TV at the half, and I think that one's like a forty uh, inch TV. And then at the end of the entire game, we're going to be giving away a fifty five inch TV. So two TVs, two TVs, uh, and and uh, whatever with that forty five inch. Just wait for that fifty five, right? Yeah, but we still don't know <laughs> if we're going to be selling tickets or it's going to be first come first serve. We don't have any of those details. I think they're going to iron out those details with Hollywood Park Casino after we know who's going to be in the Super Bowl. Yeah, but the B team is definitely going to be in the house, and it's going to be a, it's going to be a great time. And uh, anything else that I leave out, mugs? Yeah, for that uh, one of the games we'll be doing, we're going to make a. Penny into a Dixie cup that is across the entire length of the casino <laughs> to give away a TV. Awesome. We're gonna make it. Somebody's gonna get it right away. By the way, by the impossible way, I have something to tell you guys. Uh oh. Um, <laughs> Andrew stopped by. Andrew, the the guy who does it. Uh, yeah. And apologized. <laughs> oh, did he like, really? Yeah, he's all like, so he that shouldn't did, apologize. He's all, so that didn't work. Andrew's so nice. He he's, doesn't need to apologize. Nice guy, yeah. he, he he took a shot at the game. And I said that was the worst, Andrew. And I slapped <laughs> him on the hand. And I said no. I slapped no. him on the pee pee. Yeah. <laughs> I have all the details. Well, I'm glad okay. you guys do. So. Yeah. So I mean, there's a couple of things that um I, we we got to tweak on that, but I think it's cool that we have a Drinkworks machine. Yeah. I, and it's gonna be um hooked up, I guess. It's yeah. Be people up. could yeah. try it. Or people could try it. Yeah. So so that's that's cool. And uh, let's see what else. Uh, what else is going on there? So, that, so that was that weekend. So there, yeah. So you were talking about your weekend, and somehow it spun off to that. So yeah, and then oh yeah, so so I did that on Sunday. On Saturday, on Saturday, on Saturday, and then um, oh, the wife took the kids shopping on uh, Sunday morning. So I just kind of chilled out Sunday morning, and then and I masturbated, right? uh, and masturbated. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Finally had some alone time, and then <laughs> I caught up with them for lunch, and uh, we had some pizza, and I ate too many carbs and I was just tired and I was just like went home and took a nap. Old nice. man Omar in full effect, man. Damn. <laughs> but, nice. but I think Dave had a pretty exciting weekend. Well, yeah, I mean Vegas for a baby shower. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Listen, it was one of the, the most relaxing 
chill trips I've ever taken. You anywhere. got a lot of sleep. You told me. It, huh? well, I did. I Which, did get by a lot the way, of sleep. sometimes like there's no better sleep than hotel room sleep. But I wasn't in a hotel. That's the thing. Oh, really? I stayed in a in like an Airbnb, okay, in a condo in downtown mm. because my friends were staying there. So we're like, oh, we'll just meet up. It was the, her baby shower, and and uh, we literally when we landed, we we're so tired from Friday, you know, and uh, we landed. Watched a couple of hours of TV, chatted, you know, caught up, and then yeah. said, "All right, hey, well, it's it's twelve thirty. Uh, it's late. Let's let's just go to bed." And we all went to sleep. And oh then woke no up, way! I literally woke up at ten o'clock the next morning. Oh, that sounds yeah. Like, and sounds then, like heaven. And then the next night, the next day, just what do we even do? We just. Went out and chilled and more TV. And- Did he hang out in downtown Vegas nah, area? Didn't or? even go out. No. You know? uh-uh. Oh wow! I had Rhonda with me, so the the most uh, I saw of downtown Las Vegas was walking her to go poop. Most spoiled yeah. dog on the planet, by the way. I, I Rhonda. Why? It, what were you telling me that he was comparing um, having Rhonda like with me having children uh, mugs? <laughs> And I was like, oh, what you- oh, no, no, that was that was another talking point about uh, I want to bring up later. Oh, you bring it up later? Yeah, okay, I'll bring it up okay, later. Okay, but okay. it's yeah, it's it's almost identical. Okay. Um, wow. So tell me, yeah. so tell me. No, but but I gotta say that um, <laughs> remember Muggs was giving his his money making picks about how oh, you wanted to put money on yeah. it. We were doing something. Oh, we were actually at Hollywood Park Casino, yes. and he forgot to give you money, and then he yep. he hit you up, right? Yeah. And so I, what happened? And I told him because as I was there sitting on a so, couch watching TV, I said, oh, I'm not really near a sports book. Yeah. So he's like, oh, how about for tomorrow? And I was like, uh, maybe. I'm, okay. I'm going to a casino later tonight. Right. And then I didn't, I, I, at the casino, I was like, nah, I'm not going to do well, that. So tell me, yeah, what the outcome might have been. Uh, it would have lost. I oh. The ticket would have lost because I would have told Dave to pick all four, the, all the four teams. The parlay, yeah. I hit San Francisco. Okay. Did not hit Baltimore. Okay, then it would have been done, right? I hit the Chiefs. Okay. It would have been done, yeah. Yeah, Baltimore. right. And I and uh, Seahawks lost. And so how much were how much were you going to bet? A hundred. Like, yeah. So you you you, you would you would have lost a hundred bucks now. So you should just give me the hundred and or fifty, and then I'll take the other fifty. Yeah, and then we call it even. That sounds fair. Yeah. This sounds like a scam <laughs> to me. I mean, I saved you money, so. Yeah, I mean you did. That is true. Yeah, no, it's it's a hundred percent true. <laughs> well, I think you owed Dave some money, mugs. Yes, and <laughs> me a finder's fee just because I'm here. <laughs> just because we know we split everything, yeah. so you guys said give me enough that I can split it with Omar. Dave, tell me a little bit about this bogus uh, uh, baby shower that you're only a part of the last hour. All right, and why did they decide to just include the guys for the last hour? Okay, or, so that's very so strange. Our friend was awesome and said, you know what, we're going to be playing all these diapers games and she's gonna be a first-time mother so okay so you know her her friends and family threw her a, a traditional baby shower not the yo we're gonna party and just drink it's okay. a traditional baby shower it was they uh, had, like wine and fancy cocktails yeah, they, they had cheese stuff. and all that stuff okay. and, and you know uh that sounds awful so so it, it, i mean for us yeah, <laughs> yeah. because even for krista she must have been like no what? i mean <laughs> it's one of her best friends so she you know was having okay. a good time with her so you she know. accepted it and, for and what everyone, it was yeah and everyone there is nice so everyone was getting along, you know, okay. meeting pe- new people and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So that's what they were doing, but they wanted to spare. And it's know, important to mention that they live in Vegas, Las Vegas. Yes, yeah, they correct, live in Vegas. Correct. So, just, so yeah. Dave went out there to be with their friends. With their friends, it's and, not and like family. It's not like we lived went, in L.A. and they decided yeah, to we, have it over we are, there. Yeah, yeah. So we hung out with uh, a, a couple of friends who the girlfriends and wives were 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 with them, mm-hmm. and we took the the baby daddy. 
Right. We took him out to Vegas. To who, the strip club? <laughs> we should have. I didn't even think about that. But we had about four hours, and they're like, then come over. Okay. So what we did was we just wanted to go, like, kind of get drunk. And if I remember right, yeah, one of one of the, um, the wishes orders was, was like, to yeah. get drunk. Okay. Yeah. So we start out, like, at 11 o'clock throwing shots down at, at oh. this bar at the Cosmo. We go get some good food, more shots, sake, drinking, and then we go to Top Golf and then spend like two hours at Top Golf. That sounds like fun. So much fun. That sounds awesome. And and you know we were having so much fun, and then we get the call like, "Hey, come on down now." And so and that but, was it. Was it at a, uh, at a it house? It was at a house. Okay. Yeah, it was a house like way outside. The okay. Strip, just so for reference, it's like right. it's way like about twenty minutes away. Okay. So jump in an Uber, get it there, and you know the, everything is pretty much done. All they do is serve cake and. And uh, we eat some candy, take a picture, and then boom, out. So, you, go were to the there, so you were there for, for the cake. For cake, yeah. <clears throat> By the way. Cake and open the presents. Open the presents because the, 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 the baby daddy was there. I think on Monday morning, I, I was running a little late. I think. I'm not sure. How, but I ran into Dave. Like one of the first things I ran into Dave. Just bright eyed and bushy tailed and like ready for the day, and I was just like, I I, well, thought, yeah. I expected you to be a mess, dude. I'm telling you, like it was it was so weird. It was almost scary how easy it was because I flew back and it was such an easy flight. And I got home, put everything away again. Proud of myself, I did it again. <laughs> even though it was a carry on, you're but a big boy. I know I did two things. I did two adulting things. It was awesome. Put everything away, watched some TV, went to bed at a normal time. I sobered up by then, yeah. you know, and it, it was all good. That's crazy. What about you, Muggos? What you do on Sunday after uh, you know picking up your daughter on Saturday? I played softball for the first time since I broke my collarbone. Uh, how'd that feel? Awesome. So, so is that you have no complications? The healing is is great. It's Do you have any chill. limited motion or anything? No, I th- I have all my motion back. Um, I, I feel like these little like tinges every now and then, mm. but that it, the doctor normal. said that's normal. Yeah, so eventually yeah. you'll be one hundred percent down the line. Yeah. By How's the way, game? my my shoulder still hurts now. No, you should get a check. From, yeah, it's still like oh, from, from the from Las from Vegas a mug injury. From, yeah. from, from a mug didn't catch me. <laughs> yeah, it still pops a little bit, and then when I play basketball, it hurts a little bit. <laughs> but the Theragun's taking care of it, you so should, I'm good. You should do it, yeah. man. That video's hilarious, dude. I'm so bummed you don't we'll want to share you'll it. You'll never see it. You'll never see it. <laughs> I love it. You know, uh, Theragun is a nickname for my penis. Really? I get on my shoulder. <laughs> I thought it was. It would be called like uh, Flaragun. Hold on. Like uh, but, like what? Like uh, uh, I was gonna call it the hummus shooter, but I was like, the um, hummus shooter. What's that one like a uh, meatball? What? Do you know what hold I'm talking on, about? I know. I God know. damn it, matzo balls. Yeah. I was gonna call it the matzo balls. Yeah, I'm gonna cut all that out. <laughs> um, anything else that we want to talk about? We talked about Hollywood Park Casino. We're gonna be there at the Super Bowl. We oh, talked yeah. about weekends. So, do we so, have anything else? Well, I wanted to bring this up to you guys. Yes. Is uh, I don't know how you guys do it. Do what? So be parents. Uh, it's it's a very it's a it's a every day you're learning something new and you have to keep at it and it never. No, I don't, I don't care about any of that. What? It's just it's just worrying like every day worrying about like have you have you, I'm sure you guys have taken your kids to the hospital. Oh yeah, yep. it sucks. How nerve wracking is it? Like uh, very, especially uh, if you don't know. Like say if you're going to take your kid, uh, if if she has like a high fever or something, uh-huh. that's not big uh, like such a big deal. But if your kid is acting in a weird way and you don't know exactly what's what's going on, that's super scary because they literally have to do all these tests and you're like, so you would that's freak out. where I'm at right now. Uh, you don't have children, Dave. Uh, excuse me, my doggy Rhonda <laughs> Ruffy 
at Ronda Ruffy on Instagram, <laughs> started acting weird. So we took her in, and now it turned into this big thing. We just had to take her to a freaking dog neurologist on what? Monday. Yeah, and it's freaking us out. So I don't know how you guys do it with kids, but at least the kids, you could tell, like, hey, what hurts? Does your tummy hurt? Is mm-hmm. it your eyeball? Is it your nose? Is it your butt? What is let it? Me, let me my, my dog is just there shaking, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. And it, it's, like, just sad. It's so scary. Since you brought this up, because, Muggs, are you an animal lover? Yeah. Okay, Dave, obviously, you love Run to Ruffy, right? I do. Now you don't. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I'm a, you know. Let them die. <laughs> I, I had pets growing up, but you know, I didn't really take care of them, and my mom and dad really didn't take care of yeah. them. We, we were just. I think they we talked about this dogs, before. Yeah. They were outdoor dogs, yeah. yeah, for sure. And I never really had that responsibility, and still don't. And I, I you know, I want to bring a, a, a pet into our family eventually, but not right now. The kids are too small, and I know if uh, <laughs> I would be taking care of the dog, I just don't have time. Um, so. My question to you guys is, if you guys have a beloved animal like Rhonda and, you know, you have you have a dog, don't you, Muggs, or no? No. Uh, my, but, okay, so you guys have a, you know, a, a family pet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is the number that the veterinarian comes back to you and you say, nah, put that dog down? Oh, man. I, it's a reality, dude. Well, like, listen, like, luckily, like, like, luckily, I have doggy insurance. So oh, okay. it's taking However, care of a lot. That with that said, Dave, like, I'll, I'll, dude, what if the insurance, the the operation or whatever, is a hundred grand, and 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 the insurance only covers so much, and they come back with saying, you know what, you have to cover twenty thousand dollars, twenty thousand dollars. Is it puppy lake time? It's alternative medicine time. Alternative medicine. Okay. Yeah, it's, okay. It's, I, I don't give up, okay, but okay. I mean, obviously, we but can't, you're not going to fork out we, that. You can't do that. You just can't. Like, like if you get doggy cancer, yeah. Alternative medicine time. Okay. Not, not going to give up the fight, but I mean, you just can't because you know, as like, look, you can't ruin so, your you know, life. You know what's funny you is know? that that didn't even cross my mind at all. What? I would, I would either just, I would just put the dog down. <laughs> I would just be like, Sorry. the dog broke its leg. Oh wow, it's gonna Sorry. cost so much yeah. to reset it. Yeah. Nope, put it down. Yeah. You're like, no, but it'll be fine if it's a broken leg. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, okay. Nope. <laughs> bye, bye, doggy. Didn't even cross my mind. Yeah, no, it'll definitely be alternative medicine time, and you know, it's like. Like even this neurologist was pretty damn expensive. But man, yeah, you but see, luckily, you're it's... also in a different, different. Uh, you have a different life than I do because, you know, with my life and how busy I am, I wouldn't have time to search out all that alternative medicine. I don't think. Well, luckily, I'm near you know? a great veterinarian office, so uh, okay. uh, so I have I have good doctors, and okay. you know, it's a little more expensive. Okay. But that's that's part of the reason. But Muggos, what about you? Is there a number? Have you had a, uh, an animal? Yeah. Yeah, you uh, had a pet. I guess <laughs> uh, I, uh, it's a hard question. It is. That's why I brought it up. I think it's good because, um, like, mine is like twenty bucks. Like, oh, I'm not going to spend twenty bucks. Well, here's the Put thing. that dog down. Here's the thing. <laughs> if I could spend the money to save the dog, I'll do it. But if it's literally like save monetarily out of my budget, like save ten grand. Save yeah, ten grand. Like for me. Oh man, like no, ten grand's super high. There's no way I would you know, ten um, grand. I'm out. Five grand, I think I'm on the fence. I think I, I'm on I, the fence at five. See, I think you say that now, and then That's once hard. you're looking in their eyes and you're like, "I just want to save you." 
Yeah. I just want like no, but no, then, no. So but then, hard, then what but it then, means to your but kids, then, like you know, like you know, it's like <laughs> yeah. What if this is like there's this like new piece of DJ gear I want to buy though? I'm like ah, oh, I'm not gonna spend five thousand dollars on this stupid dog. I need some new turntables. You're like, trust me, kids, this turntable is gonna get you another dog, a better <laughs> dog. Send you to college. Yeah. I mean, you can always tell them that they're gonna go. You have to give it away and yeah. go to the no, farm. I totally but, get what you're saying, but I, like, I definitely don't have that it's attachment. It's different when there's a living being in front of you. Like it's easy to say, like if you don't have it. You're in front totally of you, right. Totally right. Totally right. Yeah. Never had that. Never had that. Yeah. I just the the one thing I do have is regret of how uh, I I treated my you know quote unquote pet when I was little because we didn't walk it didn't didn't do but any, they didn't anything. It. They didn't need it back then. Yeah. You know yeah. it's like my dogs stayed in my backyard and that was it. That was and they it. came that in when we let them come in. Yeah. Otherwise rain or shine you're in the backyard in the little your little doggy house. All right. So uh, so yeah. So Dave's Ron and Ruffy is just like our kids mugs. You're yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like you have it tough. Dave. I'm so nervous. Yeah. I've been so uh, I'm staying strong, little guy. You I'm know exactly. Exactly how it is to be a parent. I do. All right, I do. Um, <laughs> all right, let's get into it. Come along now. Take a ride with the BT. Let's get together and take a look behind the scenes. Talking about, talking about Kevin and Bean. Come on, let's start the show. Everybody grab your Vaseline. The B Team. Yeah. The B Team. The B Team. Oh, that's right. The B Team. Baby! That's right. This is the B Team, episode number 90, if you're counting. My name is Omar Khan. What's up? That's 10 away from our big uh, appearance somewhere. We we haven't even started working on it. We gotta start planning that out. (laughs) My name is Omar Khan. Is it? Uh, Yeah, (laughs) something like that. Uh, Imaging director of Kevin in the Morning with Ali and Jensen. And uh, yeah, so we have a lot of good stuff here. We're going to do the I'm Dave. Uh, How's it going, guys? I'm Beer Mug, and I'm not racist. Hey. (laughs) Um, Okay, for this uh, B-Team episode, oh, oh, it's full of goodness. Full of goodness. (laughs) I'm not even going to tell you because uh, Because it's so good. It's so good. (laughs) Because you didn't have a Here we go with the first thing we're going to do is we're going to talk about uh, us being so awesome and our cameos. Oh, Oh, we're cameo kings. We we are cameo kings. And uh, listen to my intro for this bit. Cami. That's it. Love it. Yes. <laughs> Standing uh, O. So, Dave. Uh, Standing cameo. Tell the uh, people what we're doing to help out the uh, fires in, uh, we're not helping the fires in Australia, but the relief, I guess, efforts. We're going to um, donate some of the money or all the money, right, to charity. Yeah, well, I guess whatever we get booked for, a part of it, uh, we donate, and a part of it, uh, Cameo takes and donates from oh, as well. Cool, so, cool. so it's double-sided, awesome. uh, and uh, if you hire us and you just search for me, Dave Sanchez, and, and then you get Beer Mug and Old along for the ride for the low, 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 low price of $15, and we make some funny messages for you. Absolutely. And, and like, we put our wholehearted effort into these messages. I have some examples here, oh, so yeah, God. totally. We do good work, and uh, we're going we're gonna to prove it right now, but I also want to mention this. Since Cameo is doing this right now, even if you're thinking about a, a birthday present for somebody you know, later this year, yeah. or you know, a Mother's Day present, or whatever it is, do Arbor it right Day. now. Yeah. You know, Arbor Day. Do it right now, and then we'll record the message, and you can just hold on to it, right? Yeah. 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 So okay. So this is one um, that we did over uh, the break. I think before with the break, like, like just before uh, Christmas. Yo, what's up? This is from Monica. <laughs> uh, this is from Lauren. She's saying Happy New Year's. Happy stuff. New Happy New Year's, Monica. <laughs> we miss you, and we can't wait to see you soon. Why are you doing that? I don't know. Talk to Omar. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> 
That was DJ Omar Khan. I'm Dave, the King of Mexico. This is Beer Mug. Come down to the 100th episode. We don't know where we're going to do it yet, but be there. Yeah. And uh, Lauren says, thanks for letting her, letting you, what? Who's sleeping on someone's couch? <laughs> yeah. But stop being a bum. Give her some money. What's up, Monica? <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that's man, great. that's that's quality cameo stuff right I there. I got five stars for that, guys. We Dude, got five stars. Five yeah. Stars. And by the way, we woo! have like woo, three reviews already. Oh, we you know, do. So good, oh, I didn't so even good. read them. Let's go to the uh, next one. Uh, yeah, Erica. Hey, uh, my brother's name is Erica. Oh, Erica. Be- <laughs> that's kind of creepy. By the way, it's very important to mention that uh, you get one take with us. Yes. It's, yep. n- it's not like we're going to like you know retake this and think, oh, no, no, no. This is all And by the way, thing. this is all video, too. Yeah, so yeah. we're all looking around. Yeah. This and, is legit. Yeah. So it's kind of creepy that you're a girl and your name's Erica. And I don't know what Beer Mug's doing back there, but I like it. I'm He's doing moving back and forth. Are you doing the Erica dance? But Erica, thanks so much for getting this cameo. And thanks so much for being a b-hole absolutely you know what we love you we i love, love you, you so Erica. much uh, we wish you a merry christmas we hope that you get everything you want and we wish you a happy new year and keep listening to the b team download uh, us on radio.com and tell your friends and all that jazz you ready for this erica <laughs> you like that yeah you do what did you do, Mug? Bye. Showed her my nipple. Yeah, so yeah, sometimes there is some nudity involved, but it's B-hole mm-hmm. nudity. It's all good. And that one? Five stars. Absolutely. And said thank you for the nipple. By the way, yeah, and nobody, like, like Dr. Drew's not going to give you, like, by the way, Dr. Drew's like 100 bucks. Yeah, he's 150 bucks. You know I mean? Makes bank off of it. Only Dude, like, hey, I'm Dr. Drew. You should really You have cool. syphilis. Yeah, yeah exactly. Were you touched a, as a kid? Yeah, he's yeah. probably a downer. Uh, here's, a, here's, here's the next one. I have your problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Hey, uh, Becca, this is from Farhad. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, you filthy animal. <laughs> uh, I just want to give you props and love because we are the best podcasters from the B team. I can't I, read that's, Thanks for listening. We really appreciate you and hope continue to uh, listen in the new year. <laughs> what did I say? I just I said, know. I just whatever I said. I just said, and we're not doing this over, so I'm just going to roll with it. Yeah. I like what Muggs is doing in the background for you. I think he's doing like a Becca Let, dance. Let's all do it. Let's all do Becca it. Dance. Becca, Becca dance. dance. Becca dance. Becca dance. Becca dance. Becca dance. And tell your friends to download the BT podcast. Or don't. Farhad! Bye-bye. <laughs> Listen, where else are you going to get a Farhad, Farhad no Becca Dance remix? Way. Becca Dance. And I love how I talk normal, you talk normal, Beer Mug just screaming He's away. He's the best. Yeah. He's the best. All right. This is the last one. Katrina, Merry Christmas. And if you don't like this, Glenn, Merry Christmas from the B team. <laughs> yes, it's me, Dave, the King of Mexico. DJ Omar Khan. And I already introduced myself, Beer Mug. <laughs> and we want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. What? And don't forget to tell your friends to download the B Team podcast. Rolling. Ow, that, that one hurt. Merry Christmas. Ow. Wee. Bye. Bye. Uh, we should uh, probably maybe do, should we, we should re- re- we should refund yeah, him. Yeah, we should have done a take two on that one. Oh well. Uh, so yeah. So hit Five us stars. up on cameo. <laughs> how how could they find us? Uh, just search my name, Dave Sanchez, or okay, uh, cool. at K R O Q K O M. And yeah, so we're giving away all the proceeds to charity. So because that's cool. Um, so that was cameo. Cami. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I like I like the pew. Love it. Uh, Is right. that a? Uh,
Everybody is working for the no, weekend. No, no, no. Or was that a... cameo for Word Up? No, no. <laughs> Everybody no, say. Why don't I know that song? It's uh, it's from the Beverly Hills uh, 2, I want to say. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, check it out. Check it out. It's, it's a great tune. Tell me, can you feel it? The heat is on. Heat is on. The heat is on. So how does it say cameo? Oh yeah. It's a jam, dude. So good. By the way, more bands need to have saxophone. Like oh, a cool man. sax. I, 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 I agree. Have tenor sax. I oh, totally agree. Oh, oh, I agree. My, that's my jam pick has a saxophone. Yeah. Come on. Love oh, it. hey, before we get to Afros, okay. can I get your guys' honest opinion on something? Sure. sure. Can we talk about, like, can we do a So That Happened, an impromptu So That Happened? Yeah. Sure. All right. Uh, so, hey. So that. So that. I don't oh, have a cue. Oh, you don't have a cue? So, yeah. right. so that. So that. So that happened. Okay. All right. Uh, so... Omar yeah, uh-oh. and Beer Mug decided to not show up to work one day. And that oh, day yeah. was yesterday. Yeah. So as we're doing all this stuff, I realize, oh, we need to do a breaker. And the breaker is the promo you hear at the end of, you know, drop the day on the station of, hey, tomorrow on Kevin in the morning, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So I had to do it yesterday. And How'd that I- go for you? For your first time ever? Not being a real production guy. Not being a real production guy. First time ever doing it. I had to call Muggs and go, hey, where are the parts? I don't know where any of this stuff. So he gave me a, what, five-second rundown of what he Mm -hmm. does? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I did one. And I want your honest opinion. Hey, party people, if you missed Kevin in the morning with Allie and Jensen, we found out that Jensen isn't the only person who can rap on the show. We can make war and make babies. Back when I was nothing, you made a brother feel like he was something. I mean, define rap. But also tomorrow, have you ever thought about narking on your nanny? Or even someone else's nanny? You can do it via an app. And we found the most disgusting pizza I've ever seen. And we're ready to tell you about it. Plus, your tickets to Coldplay in the HD Radio Sound Space. We'll see you Thursday. K-Rock. It's fine. Yeah. You didn't put any processing on the voice, but... Yeah, yes. there's a little so like you that know, was that, and that, that was and the thing that uh, bummed me out was oh. the voices the sounded yeah no but I mean as far as like the music underneath it, and I th- thought the music might have been a little too low for Kevin in the beginning <sighs> and I was like but at that point I was an hour in I was hey, like I can't deal with that in I a pinch so much stuff in a pinch that was fine that's fine that's fine that was great thank you for doing that by the way you know for yes. uh, us being a. Uh, uh, Lamos, and not, not showing See, up. I'm going to bust the Daniel Tyler say, nah, nah, boo-boo, anything you can do, I can do too. <laughs> boo! <laughs> Suck it! Uh, yeah, but how, how well can you do it? Right? Well, the second time, I'll process it. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right, let's get into some Afro. 323-520-AFRO, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, except, unless it goes down. Except now where it's full and you know people are complaining. You guys, <laughs> Is it full? Yeah, it's full. No, I cleared it this morning. Okay, well, it was full yesterday. Oh, it was? Yeah. Are you yeah, serious? Someone was all like, hey, get it. Tweeted us like, hey, the Afro line is full, which I didn't think it could. Because it shouldn't have been full. That's weird because there was only like 54 messages when I checked it this morning. That's oh, weird. Interesting. I'll look into it. All right, here we go. Kevin, why can't you play B makes us guess right? Like, I understand you're trying to be funny and they are hilarious, but... Try to play. Use your noggin. You got it in you. You can actually... Oh, that sounds like a regular <laughs> Afro. <laughs> Did you pull the right file? Uh, let me see. We'll play this. <laughs> Maybe not. Let's see. We'll play this next one. 
this uh, message is for the B team. Okay. Uh, okay. Just curious, do you guys like gelato? It just seems like pretentious ice cream. I'm just curious. Uh, do you guys like gelato? <laughs> pretentious ice cream. That's funny. Uh, um, you know what's funny is uh, I like gelato in uh, New York. Uh-huh. Here, not so much. There's some good gelato place. There's a gelato place on Hollywood Boulevard. There's yeah, this, there's one on uh, Melrose too. That's there's huge. A, there's this gelato place in Irvine. No, not Irvine. Wow. Fucking oh, where is this? It's by um, Doheny Beach. Somewhere down there. That's way far down. Yeah, it's south. way yeah. down there, man. But it, dude, it is so good. It's so good. Like yeah, like, it's it's it creamy, is? but it's like I'd rather have ice cream. Pretentious. Ice I don't cream. know, man. This this gelato is pretty bomb, man. Have you ever had limoncello? Which no. is kind of like a liquor, but no. it has nothing to do with gelato. No. But it just sounds like it. So, <laughs> I, but I have, I have had gelato, and there's nothing worse than gelato. It's the name of my band, gelato. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I like good gelato, I guess. But so yeah, you do like gelato. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, maybe so I'm, pre- you, I'm pretentious. You do like the pretentious ice cream. <laughs> I'm a pretentious guy. So gelato, Commitment. The commitment. I, I the dig commitment. it. I dig it. I think the I commitment. At first, I, I was like, it. what are you doing? But, man, yeah. It made it. Off. You know why I like that? Because now <laughs> his throat's probably going to hurt and he won't talk as much. How <laughs> oh, dare you, Dave? Yeah. I could have gone longer, but Omar right. made me laugh. That's what she said. Hey! <laughs> All right, here we go. Next one. Hey, this uh, message is for the B team. Uh, do, you guys like, do you guys like crepes? Just, I don't know. They're like pancakes. I, just, I think they're a little pretentious, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, just curious. Uh, do you guys like crepes? I do. Ha- I do have crepe fillings. Yeah, really? they suck. What? Yeah, they suck. Oh no, man, dude. yeah, they suck. I had a crepe in Amsterdam once. Oh, I had a crepe in Amsterdam. Uh, World I'm traveler. Just saying, I'm just saying, dude. It was. It was like. Was it I, a special crepe? Uh, no, it wasn't. Oh. But it was. It was huge, and it had like uh, 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 this. Not 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 like straight whipped cream, but this white. Creamy thing on it was it was it was it was bomb diggity man that was like so it's, good it's it, you so know what good. it falls into breakfast category and breakfast sucks so. and it turns out I am pretentious <laughs> yeah you are pretentious how about you muggles I love crepes they're so good there's this good crepe place on Hollywood Boulevard there's actually what? a great a, a grape a crepe uh-huh. place on a uh, Universal City Walk uh, you know there's this yeah. crepe place down by Doheny <laughs> I just can't forget oh, it's next to the gelato place yeah exactly uh, next next call uh, and for the team um hey jonathan from irvine i love how much joy you guys get from the mr weatherby impersonation but i feel like i'm not the only one that doesn't know what he actually sounds like so we don't get why the impersonation is funny we get some clarification or just address this like acknowledge that we don't know what he actually sounds like thanks being squished Squish. Yeah, I was going to pull some audio of him, but we don't have any audio of him being no, on the show, no. right? No, he's yeah. never on the show. But, dude, here's here, here's what it, he sounds it, like. It's, it's like exaggerated yeah. just by a bit, by the way. Yeah. Because, like, when he gets in, so, especially, so, we just had an interaction with him before we recorded yeah. this podcast. And, you know, he's a guy who spreads so thin that he's like really talking having three conversations at once all the time it seems like you know because he's handling so many different facets of different radio stations yeah. right 
Uh, for for example, you know, he's here today. I think he's flying out tomorrow. Next week, he's going to be in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And then... Oh, where? Philadelphia. <laughs> Philadelphia. <laughs> Whatever. And, uh, you know, I mean, the, the dude's everywhere. So... When you get in a conversation, by the way, he is one of those guys that when you get in a conversation with, he is really talking to you. He makes you feel he has that weird ability that many people don't 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 have. He cuts you deep. So so he knows and he respects you and he's able to absorb what you're saying and it feels like he's not halfway paying attention. Like he's he you have when you're talking to him, he has your full attention, even if it's only for ten seconds. And I think that's that's a little. It has to do with how how sometimes he gets so intense about certain things, you know. So we're talking about production, you know. Uh, uh, with uh, so so he's like, oh okay, uh, oh we're having a meeting, okay. So what we're gonna do is just, we're gonna introduce it in the meeting, and then we're gonna we go. So and that's how the conversation goes, and then he moves on to the next thing, right, Dave? Yeah. Like and then he moved in, like you know, then he moved on over to whatever Dave had to you know address with him. Um, but yeah, so th- that's kind of like where it stems from. But yeah. it's 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 exaggerated. It's, obviously, it's a play on, and it's also a play on Sebastian Manikaskalakaskilo. Yeah. Just By take the away the zzz, yeah. that's him. I dude, uh, I finally saw that that movie. Yes. I wanted to punch him in the face, man. Took me right out it, of it. Not that I enjoyed the movie by any stretch, because I thought that was that, that, that movie could have been edited down to 15 minutes. It <laughs> <laughs> was way too long. Guess me, uh, ask me how many sittings it took me to get through it. How Four. Many? Four. Good. How many? Five. Five. Yeah. It took, Five. Me, a while. It took me a while. Before. Oh, my God, dude. It, All was, right. it was terrible. You, you want to know how long it, it took me? Yeah. Um, it, well, it, I stopped it three times, but... I had enough time where I stopped it, did my laundry, did mm-hmm. two loads, and put my clothes away, and still had time to sit down and finish. Oh my god! So you, yeah. and you know how long it takes me to do laundry? Yeah, it's it, it but was it crazy. took forever. But, uh, Sebastian Maniscalco. He was terrible. It was terrible. I'm I'm not gonna blame him because that role was supposed to be like the the guy who's like the the. New Jersey mafia but, guy. But it's so he f- thought he was it, and he wasn't. Yeah, he got, I don't know. Spoiler alert: He gets capped, bro, <laughs> you know because mean? he was trying to be like, "Oh yeah, I'm the man." But, but, but you have, he, he plays a real guy. He's playing a real. Well, guy. they're all real people, right? Well, yeah, but yeah. You have, for the most part. But yeah. for me, it's like you have Robert De Niro, you have uh, um, Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci, Al Pacino. Yeah. These are the greatest actors Harvey Keitel. Of, of all time. Ray Romano. <laughs> <laughs> but he, so he, even he was good at what he did. Yeah. This guy was just terrible, man. I'm like, dude, dude, just it, you could tell you could tell the caliber of actor he is. You know, he's a comedian, I guess. You yeah. know, what I mean, it just took me out of it and wanted wait, to punch wait. my punch my screen. Action <laughs> Bronson didn't take you out of it. Uh, yeah, he we sucks. got some good coffins over here. You want oh, the fat one? Guy. You want the green one? What do you uh, want over here? Yeah, that was lame. That, that was, took uh, me yeah. right yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. I'm like, oh, but I like the f. That's the the delicious guy. Yeah, but uh, I did like Ray Romano as kind of like a scumbag. You know, yeah. like yeah. I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, he's good. So, uh, have you uh, do you drink on the job? Or? Hey, Deborah, can you get me a uh, coffee? <laughs> <laughs> that was my improv, by the way. <laughs> Oh man, he's good at everything he does, man. I love Ray. I love Ray. Uh, there was this movie called Paddington. I think it's called Paddington. The bear? No, no, no. I think it's called Paddington, and Ray Ray Romano's in it. Excellent movie. Man. Oh, Excellent but there was movie. something it's I saw, so man. That he was awful. Oh, really? What's it called? Um, it was a TV show. Uh, shoot, it's with some dude, Brad. 
uh, was it? Uh, Everybody loves Raymond. Yes, that one. What? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. Uh, okay. Next. I've never seen that show. Next. You haven't? No. Oh man, there was a phase in my life where because my my wife and her family are huge Ray Romano fans, <laughs> and they they love that show to death. So every time we would go to their house, it was on. So oh. I just watch it, watch it nonstop. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> All right, next call. Hey, Omar. On being sad dog story that you guys were talking about on the B team. There, do you remember that the guy from Scotland that called in and told Bean to fix his goddamn life? Mm-hmm. He called in because Bean told a very, very sad dog story that was very depressing to everybody, even if you were walking home in the cold rain of Scotland. And we covered it. It happened a couple days before that. I don't know when that happened, but maybe you could find that and work backwards from there. So, Tulsi Gabbard guy here, but I'm sober this time, mostly. Hey, I appreciate the call, and uh, you know, just because you called in, that's why you made the Apple line. I mean, that's why you made the podcast. But yeah, we covered that. So some people, we had a couple of people email me and actually call the Apple line, and uh, you can find that on episode four. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> next call. Hey, this is Matt. I'm the uh, Portland B Team podcast listener, Portland. and uh, if you ever want to do a B-Team live show up in Portland, Oregon, yeah. I can guarantee you at least one listeners. Um, I was wondering <laughs> if uh, I, I heard Kevin do a uh, cutoff of the uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers uh, under the bridge a couple weeks ago, and I was wondering if they were in on the joke because it seems like they're a pretty prominent um, K-Rock band and I it seems like uh, they get cut off and made the butt of the joke quite a few times. So, anyhow, just wondering if they were involved in that. Um, it's August 27th. So I figure, I want to you know, Merry Christmas to all the b-holes out there, and yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Shows you, it's mid-January, and I'm barely <laughs> getting to your call from August. Um, so, uh, no, uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers are definitely not in on the joke. Um, when was he talking about Al, like was he talking like, about the like, rest of the studio in on the joke or no? I think he was talking about the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, everybody else, like no, Kevin just does it on uh, you know on impulse. Yeah. Like he's, he's like, oh, he wants to get to the bit or whatever. And let's be honest, every Red Hot Chili Pepper song on this station has been played thousands of yeah, times. Yeah, he always says like, oh, you know how this ends. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. he just does it on impulse. You know, yep. cuts us off. Let's move on to the next thing. There you go. Hey, B-Team. I was listening to episode 79, and a caller asked for the sad dog story. What I'm thinking it might be was a couple years ago, Bean did a opening, like the, the thing. How long? I need to start keeping and up with these, man, because, like, because, because you know, I promise if you call the Afro line, you'll make the air, you yep, know. Yeah. But at least, well, she's still on the air, even though we're talking over it. Yeah. But, yeah, so remember, this is um, on uh, episode... <laughs> If you care to uh, hear that bit. After the sickle penis story, I called the Afro line and I said, I thought that being sad dog story was the worst opening of the show ever. And then Kevin came in and dropped the mic. So it for sure was before then. I think like maybe a month or two before then. I'm not really sure. But that's what I think the caller was referring to. So it was definitely an opening to the show that went on forever. Everyone was laughing. Just like that call. The story ever that this couple was going out every single day looking for this dog. And everybody was just laughing at him and thinking it was a horrible story. 
right, squish. 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 I'm just kidding, Afro Collar. I love you. Um, all right, next call. Hey, Omar. It's uh, August 26th, and I have pooped 666 times. Wow. Prove it. Metal. Metal. I have pooped metal. You know, like six, 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 uh, you know, like Hail Satan and stuff. Because that's kind of cool. Mm, Brad. Uh, we have his uh, uh, last uh, poop call, like, you know, but we'll get to that probably, you know, in December. Wait, he he's done? He stopped calling? Or? I, uh, I think he stopped. Yeah, he uh, he. I think he called on New Year's Day uh, with his, uh, you know, total. Total for total. the year. Yeah, I think oh, so. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I think somebody emailed me a production piece with this guy, too. That'll be... I gotta uh, look into my archive. Yeah, that'll be episode 100 when we get to that phone call. Yep, yeah, <laughs> yep. All right, next call. Hey, B-Team, it's Antonio. You know, the guy who's always talking about Dave, the king of Mexico. Um, what? Hold on a second. Hold on just one second. Uh, did I, am I hearing this correctly? Dave, you're sending people crap uh, by yourself? Like it's just you? Finding like the stuff and, and you know, putting it in a package and slapping a, a, a stamp on it and sending it out to us? If this is true, I take back half that I said about you, okay? <laughs> like I, I, I can admit when I've been wrong and I take back... Half of the stuff that I said about you. So, you know, big ups to you, man. Much, well, half respect, all right? Half respect. Yeah, I heard from a lot of beholes who got their Christmas presents, Dave. Yeah, well, yeah, thanks. I appreciate that. But, you know, I'll, I'll even give it to you that you give me half of your half because I do borrow uh, Beer Mug's assistant, Old Man Ruben, oh, to help yeah. me out and send some stuff out. But I, I, I gather everything and, and write a little note to every single beehole, which, by the way, if you sent one in and you haven't gotten it, just hold tight. Yeah. You know, we still got stuff coming. Old Man right. Ruben moves slow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it takes them a long time to get a package out. So, uh, yeah, so that's it's still happening happening from episode 30 or whatever the yeah whatever that was, was man wow. yeah. so long ago you would never do that again never uh next call hey guys this is for the b team uh, uh dave was just talking about how much he loves don't stop me now by queen i uh, just wanted to uh, give you a suggestion go watch Shaun of the dead there's a great scene at the end where they fight zombies in the tune of don't stop me now uh, just wanted to throw that at you uh I hope you do it. Back to that, I guess. Now, Dave, tell people your thoughts on Shaun of the Dead. Okay. Okay. One, it's... I hate that movie. Oh, my God. You're so wrong. But two, here's why. I remember why I hate it. Okay. Because when the first time I was doing the TV watching thing, the movie came out. Mm. Or it didn't come out. It was playing on TV. Mm -hmm. And it was so boring that it was putting me to sleep. So that's why I hate it. I realized I never I never finished it because I was like, I would have heard the song. Are Wait, you, you weren't serious? falling asleep because you were watching TV for 27 hours in a yeah, row? I think yeah, or 100 hours, yeah. But I, that's that's why I hate it is because it was so slow in the beginning. I never even finished it. I just stopped and said, nope, I hate this movie. Moving you're, on. You're so on. I was grumpy. Really? Mutz, yeah. what's uh, your take on Shaun of the Dead? Um, I don't really remember it. No. It's... Yep. it's um, it's fine. It's definitely not not bad. It's not part of the trilogy, right? I don't know what the trilogy is. There's, they have a trilogy. The three of them. The, oh, okay. Yeah. 
with the bar and the the because the, they're funny. They're, they are like Simon Pegg and like the Nick hot Frost. Fuzz. Yeah, well, Hot Fuzz isn't part of the trilogy. Okay, but there's I, I don't know. Man. I don't it's, know what the trilogy is. Yeah, it's something. Look it up. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so that's the Afro line three two three five two zero AFRO. And like I say, you call it up, you'll make it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, we're gonna get into a member of this, and uh, yeah, this is a uh, spectacular, and uh, I listened to it, and it's super hilarious. <laughs> Member, member this, member, member this, member, member this, it's time to reminisce. So if I'm not mistaken, this is, uh, I think Dave was still a phone screener at this point. I don't think he was a producer, Dave, at the time. And, uh... Here you're going to hear Mr. Ralph Garman uh, just lambasting Kevin and Bean for trying to call uh, another country because oh. Kevin and Bean calling other countries would not- were, were just notoriously... I thought they were funny, but his, Ralph's, Ralph's takes was that they were always so bad because they were always the same. You know, it's always Kevin Bean, do you speak English? Can you hear us? <laughs> so here you, uh, you, you're going to hear the great Ralph Garman just mock Kevin and Bean to no end, but... Listen for the end when Kevin and Bean finally can't get anybody. Oh, this is an all-time great. All-time yeah, great, yeah, right? Is... So, Dave, so this is the great Nepal incident yeah. where they were trying to call yeah. Nepal the country, and finally they tell Dave, just go over there and, you know, pretend you're... you're, you're get ready. Stand, yeah. stand by. You're going to be the hotel guy. Right. Yeah, and right. Then, Okay, so what's running through your head? So at this point in your career, were you just a phone up? I'll what? just phone up, yeah. Okay. I'll, just, I'll just... And Ralph was like, like even prior to the on-air, it yeah. was like, we got got to stop doing these guys let's yeah. just you, you look at what happened and, and it kind of plays out on the air but so being told me you know kevin being told me just stand stand by okay. like stand by and and we're gonna go to you yeah you know so i i was in my office ready ready to go yeah and and they they made the calls first to, yeah totally to actually nepal yeah and uh the magic happened yeah you know? it's insane it's insane um yeah, I w- I'm not even going to blow it here because I want I, got, I want the B-Holes to listen. So please enjoy. This is, um, uh, it's labeled Calling Nepal on Naked Woman Farming. Naked Woman Farming. Yeah, I guess the, 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 the story was. The, the, there was sto- the story was people were farming naked so they could attract the rain. Why wouldn't yeah. you want to call that country? Come yeah. on. And for the record, this was prior to all the law saying we can't cold call people. Right, so, right, right. Yeah. Okay. So this is why we used to do it, like able to call international. We're going to drop this in. Drop it. Kevin and I are decided that we're going to call Nepal on this uh-huh. fascinating story that we'll tell you about in a moment. And Ralph bursts in and says, please don't do this. And we say, why? It's fun when we call foreign countries but and check up on the news. It always goes the same way. How? Someone will answer the phone. Well. Say, and you go, yes. Do Are there naked women in your fields farming? Are there naked women? Click. That'll be the first call. Oh, let's call someone else then. Hello? Yes. Do you have naked women in your fields farming? But, Ralph, they have naked women in their fields farming. Oh, I farming. understand. I'm telling you, the communication will not be strong here's on the, either end. Here's the story out of Kathmandu, Nepal. Female rice farmers are plowing their fields at night in the nude to please the rain gods during a dry spell in southwestern Nepal. And mm-hmm. they figure you that you not want to know about that? Oh, I want to know about it. I'm saying you won't get us any information about it. 
The God of Rain appreciates female nudity. And Kevin will say, no, are there naked women in your field? But maybe you should take this one, Bean. And then Bean will say, hi, uh, hi, we're calling from Los Angeles. We're calling radio station. Do you have radio there in Nepal? And then Kevin will say, oh, no, station? are there naked people in your field? And we'll get that for about six and a half minutes and then play song commercials. You that's understand. Hey, hey, no, you forgot the big grand finale. Give me the big oh, grand finale. That's right. Yeah, then there'll be a big... Music, music bed underneath Play there, this. and we'll and all applaud right. how weak we were. Okay, <laughs> we will celebrate our lameness. Let's call Katmandu. Did you know that Katmandu is twelve hours and forty-five minutes ahead of us? <laughs> and about one hundred and fifty years behind us. <laughs> Isn't that odd that they're twelve hours and forty-five minutes ahead? I think I'm going to Katmandu. You forgot there the, the music. The comedy tie-in pop song. I forgot that part. <laughs> See, we got more going on than you give us credit for. We're prepared for this bit, and as Kevin mentioned, he speaks fluent Nepalese, or whatever they speak over there. That's right, Nepalese. Are there naked women in your fields? Okay, good sign. Phone is ringing. Okay. D. La Annapurna Hotel. Oh, here we go. D. La Annapurna Hotel. <laughs> Ralph, prepare to apologize, my friend, That's because right. you have we been will, wrong before. We will accept your apology in just a moment as we find out the behind-the-scenes details of women, <laughs> rice farmers, doing it in the nude. Phone is ringing. Well, you forgot about this one. <laughs> I forgot about that. You forgot about they wouldn't answer. No answer. I forgot about that part. <laughs> It's yeah, a hotel. They're busy. Yeah. They're, they're checking in people, and they're they're ready, getting ready for the night. Sure, come on, everything's fine. <laughs> it's uh, it's what like nine o'clock there? It's quarter like to nine. nine. It's not nine. It's quarter till nine. <laughs> okay. So odd. And by the way, Ralph, we have other phone numbers. It's not like we're putting oh, all our eggs in one basket. I'm I mean, sure of it. Okay, we can call back if yeah. this this one doesn't work. Okay, try the Radisson. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're already under the second Here we number. go. Here's the <laughs> high level of success rate that but this Ralph, bit always has, once again, coming what through. What if the person that answers the phone is very familiar with the fact that women are yeah. plowing in the nude and is very fascinated mm-hmm. by it and sheds a lot of light on it so that we can all understand a little bit more? Ever yeah. happened once? No. <laughs> like like every time we call and ask about the monkeys in India, yeah, they right. go, well, there's no monkeys no, here. No, 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 monkeys. <laughs> and we don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> we got oh, Kevin's yeah. great part, too. Do you speak English? What's wrong with asking that? Well, the first thing they say, hello? Hello? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot about that. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. Hello? A rhesus monkey answered the phone. <laughs> is, is this a is robot? A, <laughs> oh. You forgot about the busy tone, too. <laughs> At what point do I get the apology for having been doubted Dude, about this segment? We're, we're a long ways from that. You are playing on the train tracks, and I see the train coming, and you're two deaf kids Don't from the Don't you understand the that there are women that are plowing nude? I do because understand. they honestly believe that that's going to make it rain. I understand that. Man, the- this is week. <laughs> All right, hold on. This one's going to work, though. This one's going to work. By the way, there is a backup plan that we haven't uh, gotten to. Oh, good. Yet, I don't know what that is. That's where Ralph runs into the other room and pretends to be the Nepalese oh, guy right. on the other, no, other end of the phone. I'm not participating this time. <laughs> I'm not contributing to your delinquency. Hey, Dave, right, King a... of Mexico, get ready to be the guy in Nepalese, <laughs> or Nepal, uh, in a minute. All right, this is a good, strong phone ring. I think this one's going to help us out. This is going to be good. You feel good about the phone ring? I do. Okay. I'm with Ralph now. <laughs> it sounds like it's, sounds like it's powerful and like impactful. Like grasping at straws. Oh, good phone ring. Good phone ring. <laughs> Come on, you guys. Pick up the goddamn phone. What are you Did doing? Did you call these places ahead of time and say don't answer? I am purely an observer. Oh, Ralph screwed us. I have risen above your little fray. You called you, them and you said don't participate. It's just going to be a dumb little radio I show. You know that. what might happen? What might be happening right now is they're not answering the phone because they're out in the fields plowing naked. See? 
see. Sure, that's what's Un- happening. Unmasked. They're all out there in yes. the society plowing. <laughs> Bring back the music. I think I'm going to Catmandu. That's really, really where I'm going to. Plow in the nude. Done this job. How come we for didn't have you sing it? Plow in the nude. And have no idea that this is always the way it goes. All right, let's try the first one. Have again. you learned from no. Yeah, try that one. You have no I'm sense you're of so, experience. Don't be so negative. How many numbers are you going to try? You need to be positive, Ralph. <laughs> you need to think positive vibes. I did that that's for the first what we need. five years. And then year six, <laughs> I woke up. Positive vibes. That's what we That's what we thrive on here at the Kevin and Bean Show. This well. is all going to go really well in just a second. <laughs> <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, Ralph is killing the bit with his negative energy. See, that's now. the problem. Oh, that's it. it's my, They're it's not my answering bad. because of your negative energy going down the phone line. How about all the other times you've called countries where <laughs> I was wasn't being negative? Other problems. Uh, you were being negative in the other room, maybe. I don't know. You ought to be able to call uh, Nepal, by the way. What's the deal with this? Well, Why can't we call? Apparently you can. Their it's tourism just... business must be suffering. <laughs> the fact that no one picks up the uh, phone there at their hotels. This is where Mount Everest is, is in Nepal, right? I mean, they have yes. millions of visitors. It seems like they got to have a phone that works. Come on. <laughs> Have you climbed Mount Everest, sir? <laughs> I forgot that's a question that Bean would ask. That's right. Are there nude women on Mount Everest? Can we play this from William Hunt? Time after time. This is Time Staller. Mm-hmm. I've done my sentence. We're doing ours. I've committed no crime. And bad mistakes. Give it up. With, that's what I'm saying. I'm with Ralph now. I Give it up. All right, one more call. You are not the champions. I'm going to try one more time. Just, just oh one, my just, God. You are Ralph, not I, winners. Ralph, we're going to make one more call, and if this one doesn't answer, if we don't get somebody on the phone, we will apologize to you because you will have proven your point that we never should have attempted They this, right? think that it's going to cause rain. You understand that. But by I understand the story, Kevin. naked. Answer the phone, Nepal. <laughs> I made Ralph laugh. Answer the phone. <laughs> That's Dave, the king of Mexico, answered. Dave, you don't answer the phone the country that you're in. I don't know. What? Phone booth what do you mean you don't Nepal? know? When people call you, do you answer the phone America? Well, you know, you figure you're calling somewhere. There you go, ladies. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. If you just tuned in, we got the exclusive report on plowing naked in Nepal. He answers the phone in the phone. I'm getting out of this business. <laughs> right. I'm right behind you, Val. I apologize. I'm going to open right. a hardware store. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. so good. I never heard the end of it. I still so don't hear the good, end of it. Dude. Man. Nepal. Oh I don't, Nepal. What was I thinking? You're nervous. You don't really do on-air bits. You know what no. I mean? It's one of those things, dude. No, I, I get it, but Ugh, yeah, that, it, that's hilarious. Nepal. It, <laughs> He's saying hello, Nepal. Dude, we got to go through all my uh, so good my bits when I filled in for Ralph. Oh, and then, that, and then, that's a good and then idea. Go through when Muggs filled in for Ralph. That's good. How idea. much better yeah, he was at it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Muggs was kind of a natural at that. Do you remember my Tom sure. Cruise? No, did he oh. just keep saying the same thing over and over? Uh, or, no, no? And that's the problem. Oh, yeah. really? <laughs> They're like, aren't you going to say our name a lot? They're oh. like, oh yeah, hey Kevin, because <laughs> <laughs> you know I was trying to copy Ralph with all this stuff. Oh, we got to find those. Okay, we will. Yeah. Uh, okay, so the next thing is a r- little Rodney piece. It's only about all right. um, three and a half minutes long, and uh, I don't know where this came from, but it's labeled Rodney's Rants, and it's uh, it's pretty good. Uh, ask me if you guys want, want me to stop it at any point. All right. 106.7 K-Rock, K-R-O-Q. That's brand new from The Verb. The Verb doing Love is the Noise. Nope. The, the Verb? <laughs> that was really good, too. I like that. Truly cat cat's group there. 
Now, what Kat has to do, she has to play uh, on her show. She's got to play uh, Buck Brothers or Parka. Well, those are my <laughs> bands. And then Airborne Toxic Event is her band. Toxic. I played her band, so it's only fair that she plays a Rodney band. That's how it works. Her show, mm-hmm. Kat Corbett. She, disco- she literally discovered this band I'm about to play. They're called Air- the Airborne Toxic Event. Toxic. The Airborne Toxic Event. Toxic. They're going to be at Borders tomorrow night. Borders. Hollywood and Borders. And whenever you go to their shows, they give out these CDs. Like Rodney? Three CD set with a lot of songs on them. So you got to check out. Here's one of the bands. If you saw the album cover, you can imagine that girl on the cover of that. And the single of um, Standing Next to Me has the same girl in a pretty amazing-looking moment. You should check it out. What do you mean? I kind of found what her name was, but it didn't have her name. I thought it was Kate Moss, but it's not, I don't think. It has a photographer listed, and he's got a web page. His name is Sam Hopkins. (laughs) I'm having trouble following. Check out the girl on the Last (laughs) Shadow Puppet. She's quite amazing. (laughs) Okay. But they go on at 7.30. Get there early. Everyone's going to be there. Cosmo Topper, you name it. All the cool bands, pop Uh bands. They each do 30-minute sets. Okay. They're going to be at Bordell tomorrow or tonight. Today. Tonight (laughs) at Monday. What? Anyway, listen to the Rocky and the Rock show. Unusual music, but it's good. I love it. Play the newest of the new. All right. That's enough. Uh, I just wanted to play that to get them up. What do you say? It's it's weird, but I love it. Yeah. It's unusual, Uh, but I love it. Magos, you were his board op for... A year. A whole year. Yeah. Man, that must have been something. It was awesome. That was crazy, dude. It was fun. How did you guys do it? Like, so for me, you worked a morning show too, right? No, you didn't. So no, so no. um, I thought you guys did. Like, you didn't for a while, but yeah. Well, I only ran his board one day, (laughs) and then I was, I was, uh, that was it. So I think it was just when I was barely starting to run the board. You know what? It was was practice. It was like the first week. No, and, and like Gene. Uh, came to me and he was like, "Dude, I need you to run Rodney's board." And at that point, I was like, "Hell's yeah, yeah!" I, you know, any kind of board up work, you know, I, yeah. would, I would take. Uh, but so, uh, me, flash forward to working on the Kevin and Bean show. Every Monday morning, it was my job to get the profiler and rip his show. And on Monday, the last thing you want to do is listen to that guy because he would literally put me to sleep. So I would do so I'm so I'm so glad Bean's dead because now I don't have to do that, you know? Because like it was it was Bean the guy who was like he I have his archive, Bean's drop archive. Yeah. There's so much Rodney on it. It's crazy. Like I, I think I would imagine at least fifteen percent of all his drops, maybe more. We're just Rodney drops. Jesus. Just a ton. I bet just he can ton. do like an automated conversation with us all Rodney. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right. That was a good BT. Hey, all right. So good. So good. Uh, 323-520-AFRO if you want to call the Afro line. And, uh, yeah, you call. You'll make it on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> Guarantee. Omar at KeroQ.com if you want to, um, you know, have uh, something that you rather email rather than call. Please go ahead and do so. This is the B Team. The B Team. Yeah. The B Team. The B Team. Oh, that's right. The B Team. Baby. Hey, Muggs, did you hear how Omar was like stalling just so he could hit the post? I he, love it. He does it once and now I he's all alive. He's like, he's like, oh, yeah, um, you could call, call the. the, the BT. Hey. Boom. Hits it. It feels then, good. Uh, <laughs> hey, you're on the weekends. Don't you miss doing it live? Yeah. There's something about live radio, right? It's fun. There's something about live radio. You it, should come it, in and cool do it recording. Live. We'll do it live. There's something about live radio, man. Ooh, what's the bonus track for today? Um, so, 
Uh, the uh, Rock and Roll uh, Hall of Fame uh, 2020 was just unveiled. Unveiled or unveiled? <laughs> <laughs> Depeche Mode, the Doobie Brothers, Whitney Houston, Nine Inch Nails, the Notorious B.I.G., and T-Rex Do you guys are going to be inducted this year. Do you guys care about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Like, like you know how in baseball or football, any sports, you're like, well, that guy's a Hall of Famer. Like, do you see any of these people? You're like, yeah, that's a Hall of Fame. Like, I don't care for it in sports, and I don't care for it in music. It really it doesn't yeah, matter at least, to me. At least with sports, it's like, whoa, these guys are way ahead of the field. And in this one, you're just like, well, okay, 25 years later, all right, I guess we could put them in because they were popular for a moment. But these, uh, like, like, so I don't know, know I mean? much. Like, I don't know much about the Doobie Brothers uh, or T Rex, but. Nine Inch Nails, Whitney Houston, Depeche Mode, and the Notorious B.A.G. had a significant impact on on music. Eh. <laughs> 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 Who cares? Yeah, really? like, what? what? What did they have? What did they do? They put out a <laughs> tremendous amount of great music. They put out good albums, yeah. yeah. So 25 years later, then they go, oh, okay. Now you're allowed, like you two. Yeah, they're all gigantic. Like I don't, I don't, I don't even know. Like I guess the bigger, my bigger issue is, do we even need a hall of fame for music? Because then you're you're saying like all these other great artists who have inspired other people, you're not good enough. You're you know, oh, you're not as important as these. I people. don't think they're saying that you you're know, not as important. It's as, just this is the creme de la creme. Yeah, but at least with sports, there's like. Like uh, evidence, like there's like you could see it. You see the numbers. You see this. With this, you don't think just, they go uh, by record sales and stuff like that. And I, I don't or, know because then if it's going by record sales, and Justin Bieber's going to be in in 25 years. You know what I mean? Mm, like, is he a Hall of Famer? Mm, okay. You know, you know the one hit wonders who sold Smash Mouth. I'm sure right. sold Gangbusters. Are they going to be a, a Hall of Famer? You know, Offspring mm. who are great. Are they going to be Hall of Famers? Why not? They sold more than probably some of these people. Interesting. You know, I, I don't know. I just have an issue with uh, it's not even an issue. It's just I, I, I it doesn't it doesn't like when I hear, oh, you know, Dan Chanel's made. It, I was like, cool for them, like, I guess. Like, not, like, I like they, Dan Chanel. I like, I like, I, I love Depeche Mode. Uh, so I'm do I. glad for so do I. I'm just glad to see them succeed. But like, 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 look at radio. <laughs> I never really even thought about it. <laughs> like, Radiohead has it right. They're like, we don't care. Like, we yeah. don't care. We're not going to show Radiohead, up. But Radiohead, just, they're like always being dicks just to be dicks, I think. <laughs> and by the way, Radiohead's a band is like, yeah, you had two, three, maybe three great albums. Mm-hmm. And then the rest was like, Meh. just so like buzzes and pops. And yeah. <laughs> like, woo, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start playing with yeah. my keyboard and then see what happens. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I probably uh, just killed your bonus track. But. Well, I was just going to say, um, you know, for people who like Dave Gahan in Tesh Mode, I found this really cool interview Kevin and Bean did back in the day. So that's the bonus track. But hey, he, he's a he's a great he's a great interview though. Dave yeah. Gahan, and he's Dave awesome. Gone. Very good, Dave Gahan. Dave Gahan. Uh, so yeah. uh, uh, enjoy it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. No, Dave just wants to poo poo yeah, all exactly. over it. No, yeah. but I like I like Depeche Mode. Do you, do you guys remember seeing them at the Shrine? No. Or the Roxy. Show. Oh yeah, oh, the oh, Roxy yeah, yeah, yeah. was so awesome. I, I remember it was only one ticket. My my wife was so bummed that she couldn't because we yes. couldn't, none of us got yeah. plus ones. Yeah, yeah. But, oh my it god, it was amazing. And, and but I think that was just right when Exciter came out. I think. Or was it the Troubadour? It was the Troubadour, right? Uh no, no, no. It, it was, was the uh, Roxy. It was the Roxy. But do you remember? Yes, Exciter. Yeah. But do you remember their set list was so freaking it was good? Bananas. Like it was like everything I wanted to hear. Yeah. They did it, and you're just like, yeah. Keep and, playing and, more. Keep playing more. And like, yeah, the energy in there. Was, yes. was crazy. It was but crazy. unlike you two, where you two play like like way old hits and B sides and deep cuts, and I was like, yeah. "Cool, bro! Like it's <laughs> cool that I'm seeing you two at the look at me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's cool that I'm seeing you two at the Roxy." Um, but uh, one quick yeah. funny story about um, the U uh, two show. 
I just happened to be like you two finished up and they, you know, we had to be at work the next day because I believe it was like on a Thursday or it was on a school night. Yeah. Remember was, Bean flew in for it. Oh, did he? Yeah. He flew in because we interviewed him. So, uh, I'm, I, and so I'm trying to get out of there super quick, you know, through like, you know, you know, we have this little special passes or whatever. And, uh, Bono was, uh, 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 in his, uh, dressing room after the show. So I just kind of like the door opens or whatever. And then he happened to say, I can you believe those f- with their phones or whatever because that was like it's like they, people couldn't put their phones down man he was like so annoyed rightfully so by the way and he's been outspoken about that yeah anyway mm-hmm. he's like you know yeah, people put, put, your, put your, phone your phones down, down. Yeah. yeah i mean get your 15 seconds and bounce dude like by the way you're never going to go back and rewatch or use those 15 seconds yeah you know you're doing I mean? it for cloud and just use the 15 seconds we get it you're there you're, you're there nobody cool. there is being like oh man i'm gonna bookmark this and i'm gonna watch it over and over or, so or, just don't, just don't or like, oh my God, watching this video, it makes me feel like I'm there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, listen, so people stop it. Listen, when the My Chemical Romance thing, you know, happened, I was, I don't know, I don't know where I was at. I was, I think, in Denver already. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I watched like two stories from people and I was like, I get it. I, I get, I get their back. Cool. Moving yeah. on. So I just yeah. skipped everybody else's. All right. Put your phones down. So. But Dave Gahan's a cool dude, right? Well, enjoy or don't, since uh, <laughs> I don't know if this matters now. So how you been? Um, you look great. Thank you very you much. You look fantastic. Thank you. Are you I ask thought, him out? No, I'm just saying you hear, you know, Dave Gahan, all you see is the fuzzy surveillance videos anymore on the TV. And now <laughs> all I ever see is I see him on Cops. That's the only place I ever see Dave Gahan anymore. And I walk in and he's uh, he's clear-eyed and strong and smiling and happy. Yeah. And you just look terrific, man. It's great. Thanks very much. Um, How you yeah. feeling? I feel, I feel very uh, new. Mm-hmm. To like this world, really, <laughs> at the moment. man. After what you've been through, it's that's uh, that's something. How long have you been clean now? Um, I got clean first in uh, like last June. That's very impressive. A long and you know, time. the truth of it is, um, it's a it's a one day thing, you know. And um, I'm I have today, you know, and I make mm-hmm. a decision every morning. I mm-hmm. get up and um, I hit my knees and I make a decision and I ask I I basically ask God to. Help me through the day. Help me to keep clean. Keep it real simple. You know, I'm praying to the ceiling, but what the f***, you know? Excuse me. <laughs> Hold on, I don't think we can say that, but what the heck. That's <laughs> what uh, he didn't say, but we'll pretend. I'm sorry. Um, but anyway, basically, you know, it's a choice I have to make every day. Right. And it's something that is going to be ongoing for the rest of my life. But being part of life is, is something that I really want. You know, I don't want to, there's nowhere I can run anymore. I can't run away from myself. And that's what it's all about. You know, um, let's go back to the big tours that you guys were on for so long, because a common theme in a lot of the articles about you guys and a lot of things that you guys have said is that those are just, they just kill you. Those tours just wipe you out. Well, you know, to be honest, um, you know, what happened during the last tour was in the making for quite a few tours, you know, and quite a few albums. You know, it was, we were off and running with the whole, Depeche Mode was our whole lives. Right. You know, it was priority. For 15 years or something. Yeah, and... Um, well, you guys in the 80s were coming out with an album a year, pretty much. I mean, yeah, every year and you stood, just... And, you know, um, the thing is, what happened was, I think, um, we just, like, let it run, and uh, before we realized it, we didn't know where we were, you know? We didn't know who we were anymore, just as people, right. you know? And, you know, it wasn't just myself on the last tour that kind of um, had a lot of problems. Everybody in the band did. It, it, very different problems, but 
basically the same kind of shit. I'm sorry. No problem. I apologize, but you know what? I'll be myself. Right. You're being yourself, all right. Well, what are the, uh, so what does it do to you, those, those tours? You, you say you lose yourself. What is that? Okay, what I mean by that is um, you give such, you give, for myself, it had to be everything. You know, I wanted to give everything. You know, I felt like um, those two hours that I was up there on stage, that's when I felt like I had a purpose. Right. That's when I felt alive. That's when I could immediately get a fix from the the audience, the whole the, the, the whole atmosphere of a Depeche Mode gig. I could stand there behind my microphone and I could stand my feet on the floor. You know, I could show off for two hours and I get applauded for it. Right. It's a bit, you know... I'm a, a big kid in, in this, you know, adult body. You know, so is the problem story. that the other 22 hours of the day, you're looking for something that replaces that high? It's just the other two, 22 hours of the day, yeah, it's just like, what am I? You're coming down. What am I? Mm. What is, yeah. And it's, you know what? You ain't going to get higher than that. Mm. Yeah, no kidding. Hey, Kevin and I were talking uh, before you came in. We saw you at, uh, I, I saw you at the Rose Bowl when you did the one-on-one well, tour. Yeah. Kevin and I saw you at Dodger Stadium. We can't even imagine what that's like when you're playing a, a, a venue like that with that kind of crowd. I mean, the crowds were fanatics, too. I don't know why I've been given this gift to to be able to experience that. I really don't. And, and I think the big thing about it is not to question it too much. Mm-hmm. What, what was happening was I played the rock star. You know, I played the rock star with all the cliches and all the trappings because I thought that's what I was supposed to do if I really meant it. Mm-hmm. I now realize that I could have done both. But I, I, what I need today in my life is if I really want to give, like, from my heart, I have to be able to, like, give to myself first because mm-hmm. otherwise I've got nothing. You know, I have nothing. It doesn't matter if you sell 10 million albums, you know. It's all very wonderful and and everything. But, you know, if you go back and sit on that couch and switch on the weather channel every night, you know, there's not much going on. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's what Bean does, oddly enough. (laughs) I I read an interview with you that was on the internet last night. It might have been from one of the British magazines, but you talked about watching the weather channel for 12 hours at a time. Yeah. Was that an exaggeration or were you just vegging? Well, you know, no, it wasn't an exaggeration. It was just that it was very... uh, you know, there wasn't too much information going on there. <laughs> it was like slow, and uh, you, you know, could I keep could, up. You could follow yeah, it. I didn't have to get too ADD. It was not just, much plot. I, I knew it was going to come because basically, <laughs> living in Los Angeles, it was going to be sun. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking during the song, Dave, as you were telling us how this album was recorded. It took a long time to record this one, did? Um, yes, all in all, about fifteen months. And in the middle of that, somewhere is when you lost one of the founding members of Depeche Mode. Right, Alan left the band. We actually lost Alan um, before we even started recording Oh, it. did you? Um, six months after the Songs of Faith and Devotion tour, he um, decided that, that he had had enough. What's up with that? Um, you know, I think it was happening way before. I think it was happening around when we were making Songs of Faith and Devotion. Mm-hmm. Alan put in a lot of work, you know. He put in a lot of work, and the thing is, if you're going to put in all that work, fine, do it. But then don't after, afterwards kind of turn around and say, you know, hey, you know, I did all this and what do I get back for it? Right. There's a lot of ego stuff goes on, as we know, in these bands. So it was better um, that he did a lot and didn't get it just, the recognition. It just got to the stage where it was like, you know, I do all this and, uh, you know, um, I don't think I'm respected. And um, that's really sad. Um, but I think Alan had to do what he had to do, you know, and... Um, you stay in touch. You guys obviously been friends for a long time. I lo- the last time I saw him was just before we started recording the album. I know since then um, he's had a baby, mm-hmm. and um, 
you know, I, and I think he's in the process of making his own record again, the the recoil project. And, you know, I love Alan, you know. I mean, he was in the band with us for, what, like, you know, I don't know, 15 years or something. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is a family, you know. This is the most dysfunctional family in the whole world, you know. <laughs> but we are a family, and all the stuff that's gone on throughout, you know, it's... <laughs> These these are my brothers, you know, and sure. it's, it is a brotherly thing. Sometimes you hate your brother, and it's like get out of my face, and just you know. But there's something there that's really special. How did uh, Andy and uh, Martin react when you had that horrible summer last year? What uh, were they were they real helpful or were they kind of no no? Because <laughs> let, let me just tell you, I want to hear the answer to that. But let me tell you when uh, one of the t- you were arrested twice last summer. Sounds right to me. I don't know if that is. But, yeah, one okay. w- one was. Uh, when um, I uh, attempted a suicide, and uh, um, that was earlier on, I didn't, um, I had no idea that to try and take your own life in this state was a, a felony. But uh, <laughs> well, when when we heard the news that that had happened to you, it was within a few days, it seems to me, of uh, of Brad Knoll from Sublime yeah. overdosing, and it was it was just a it was a heavy. I believe it was the same night. It was a very heavy time around this building. I'll tell you yeah. that. Going, what the hell is going on? But uh, you, you heard- know, it's the classic. I'm, I'm afraid it's like there's nothing new. You know, it's the classic cliche. You know. I, what what I have today is that I really hope that um, my actions in now can maybe you know first of all I have to help myself you mm-hmm. know um, but the, it's like what I said before there is a choice you know we were talking a little bit earlier about Kurt Cobain and Nirvana and what a fantastic band there was and it just didn't have to happen mm-hmm. it just didn't have to happen. But uh, I was curious how the band handled it and how they treated you. Because we just went through right. this whole thing with Stone Temple Pilots where okay. we heard rumors that they were threatening to kick him out and get a new lead singer. Well, you know, that's a tough love thing. And, you know, in some, you, sometimes it takes... You have to lose everything to really find your bottom. You know, a friend of mine, John... Hi, John. He said in a... I heard him say about... Um, that somebody had said to him, you know, when, you, when you're in that kind of space... Your bottom is like um, only where, as far as you want to keep digging, you know. And, you know, I was like banging on the concrete for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I think, you know, the, the way it affected um, everybody around me, very close friends. I mean, gradually I was losing those people. I could, and, and you know what? I didn't want them around me. I didn't want anyone around me. I didn't want, at, at the time, I didn't want any help. But did you come the, out the here truth to Los it, Angeles? The truth of it was, inside, I did. You know, yeah, right. I did. You but didn't I couldn't, ask for it. You know what? I couldn't ask. Right. I couldn't, like, it was, at the time, it seemed easier just to go with it and destroy myself rather than just pick up the phone and say, you know what? I need some help, man. I really do need some help. And that's the hardest thing to do. It, that, that may seem crazy to a lot of people out there, but anybody else who's an addict who's in the same situation, they'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And it still is really hard for me, but it's something that I practice that every day now because it's, it, it's what's going to keep me alive and keep me clean. And I just don't want to be... I, I don't want to just be sober. I want sobriety. I want, I want to experience life mm-hmm. and what it has in front of me, whether that's pain... It's happiness, sadness, or whatever. I want to be able to have those feelings now and be able to deal with them. And to do that, there's certain things that I have to do. You know, it's not going to be. I said last night, I was with a group of friends, and I, I said, it's not going to get delivered in the post. You don't just come in a post in the form of a letter and say, okay, you're better. You can get on with your life now. Mm-hmm. You've got to go and find it. You've got to go out and look for it, and you've got to go. And as uncomfortable as it is sometimes, you've got to sit there. You've got to sit in a room with people and tell them how you feel. So I've come a long way and, uh, you know, um, I have to 
that's with that's with the help of of, of a lot of other people and and the willingness to want to do something different with my life. Dave Gahan from Depeche Mode is in the studio with us. You have a ring in your scrotum. I hope you were strung out on dope when you got that done. You didn't do that consciously, did you? Um, you know what? I wasn't, and it really hurt. Yeah. Um, well, no, duh, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a surprise. Like, you know, I do pain really good, actually. You know. So, um, what's the process? It's not actually in my scrotum. It's uh, it's called the geesh, and it's the uh, the gu- a guy. You know that little bit in between. Yeah. That doesn't make it sound any less painful, though. <laughs> you know, um, I'm all on all fours, and I got a ten, nine, eight, seven, six. Bang! It was like somebody kicked me really, really and hard. And you did that on purpose? Yes, I did. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah. And are you glad? I that? own that. <laughs> <laughs> do you still have it there? Yes, I do. Oh, does and it... it's it's a lot of fun. Is it? Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of a comfort thing. It's you know when you're a little kid and you've got something this, the little piece of cloth that you carry around with you everywhere, or you you know you pacifier or whatever. Well, I have my geesh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a comfort thing for you. Yeah. Wow. That is... hey, if you can do that, you can do anything. Yeah, Absolutely. no kidding. I guess that's true. All right, we have a bunch of people who have been calling and are on hold, and we want to uh, we want to get to some calls here for Dave Gahan while we have him for a few more minutes. The K-Rock listeners, this is your big chance. First chance to talk to Dave in years. It's been years since you've been on K-Rock, I think. Yes, it has. Darren, hello. You're on. Hello. Hi. Hey, Dave. Hey. Um, I was going to find out, the last couple albums have had uh, kind of changed a little bit. And I mean, it's a good change, but I was calling to find out what bands influenced you as far as the direction that Depeche Mode has gone. And uh, was it directly you, or did you know? Did you have an effect on Martin and the rest of the band? Or um, it's a, that's a good question. And I tell you, when we uh, all met up together to to make songs of faith and devotion, I'd been living out here for a while, and I'd been very kind of excited by um, particularly one band, Jane's Addiction, ah. and. Um, and what I, you know, what I was excited about that was there was these four guys that were like these four different tornadoes that were all coming together, and I hadn't seen that since I went to see the Clash when I was like 15 years old, and and looked up and went, wow, you know, I could do that, you know, uh-huh. and if I could get three other people to j- join in with me, this could be amazing, you know, it was happening right there, and I went back with this attitude was was like, yeah, obviously the rest of the band are going to feel exactly like I do, and you know what, they didn't, so. Um, they were quite happy with the way it all was, and I wanted to turn it on its head and do something that it wasn't. Um, I think that we had to do what we did with Songs of Faith and Devotion. I, I loved that album, and we all do. It was kind of a step. Ultra is more of a natural follow-on, really, to Violator, really. Um, but um, I think what's happened is now, you know, we've got to this place where we're very comfortable with what we are. We've accepted what we do and what we are, and um, and you're good at it too. And, and yeah, you're doing what you're best much. at. That was hard for me. To, I I can't really say that. It's very <laughs> difficult. I have this self worth problem. No, but it's tr- it's true though. You go, hey, you know what? This is the kind of music we do. We love it, and we're pretty good at it. Yeah. So this is what we want to do, rather than try to change because uh, somebody else does. Well, right. I might add that that y'all's band has been. There's never been a band like y'all's, and I mean, there's never been a sound like y'all's. And I mean, that totally came out in songs of faith and devotion. And, I mean, I think that's just amazing. Hey, Darren? Yes. You have a bar in your nuts? No, I do not. Right. <laughs> yeah, Dave can fix you up, though. Yeah, that's what I hear, too. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Hey, uh, Big Ted. Hey, guys, what's going on? Dad's downstairs in the lobby with the... Uh, oh, jeez. Hey. A, a group of people that have come to see Dave. Tell them, and I hate to break their hearts, but uh, Dave is leaving via helicopter off the top of the building. <laughs> oh, hey, guys, sorry. Dave's leaving from the he- top of the uh, building in the helicopter. Good read, Ted. Do you have a question? Yeah, hold on. All right. You're going to talk to one of the fans downstairs, Dave. Okay. Oh, hello? Hi there. Hello. Hi, this is Kristen. 
Um, I was just wondering, um, a lot of fans have commented that um, your working with a vocal coach has um, mm. really been a great thing on this album. Yes. And I was wondering how you really felt about doing it for the first time. At first, I resented the hell out of it because the idea was put to me and I was like, hey, wait a minute, you know, I, I can sing. <laughs> I don't need to be taught anything. I know it all. But you know what? It's just not true because um, you never stop learning in, in life. You never stop learning. And uh, it was great. It was a, a, a wonderful lady called Evelyn Hallis who lives here in Los Angeles. And um, she helped me to... Um, bring back like a lot of kind of self-worth and like confidence that I I'd lost I just didn't know where to find it you know I it wasn't so much that I I didn't have the ability to sing or anything it was like I I couldn't find it inside my soul I couldn't feel it in my heart it was right. just I was just doing my job and it didn't feel good and so you know uh, my my um, advice to anybody out there is um, you know go back to school at any opportunity you know and learn more Right. Well, you sound phenomenal on it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Right, Th thanks you a lot. What do you expect the reaction to be to a new Depeche Mode album in 1997? A lot has changed in the last four years since your last one. Well, we've just been around Europe for like the last month, and um, we're a bit in shock at the moment because it seems like people really like us at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> and it's usually an uphill battle. You know, in the beginning, you've got an album, oh, not you guys. Again. Why do you bother? You know, that kind of interview. And it hasn't been like that at all. It's been like, wow, this is a great soul record. This is, you know, you know, uh, this is a mature record. We've heard that word a lot. I mean, you know, it is what it is in that, you know, what, what I think we're comfortable with now is the fact that Depeche Mode is very much Martin Gore's songs and my voice. That, that combination is the way we get across the feeling that we do. Right. And everything else goes on around it, you know. Um, well, you're, uh, like any other band or artist, a, a victim of what's popular at the time. And I think your, the reaction to your record in 97 is probably better than it would have been had you come out with the record in 94 yeah. or 95, when all that you could get played on the radio, and K-Rock is as responsible for this as anybody, is, is rock and roll, is uh, heavy guitars. That's you know, what was happening. Now it's not. Well, you know, it's interesting you said that, because we've been think, talking about that a lot as well over the last month. And the thing is, it's, there's always everything there. I mean, we had a, 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 a two most successful albums being Violator and Songs of Faith and devotion while the so-called grunge rock whatever you want to call it um was was you know the thing mm -hmm. kind of thing and and we had our most successful tours and albums during that time the other thing that we've we're very comfortable with now is the fact that depeche mode is basically an entity within itself right and we're really proud of that you know, and it's, it seems like, and now everybody's going to us, all these journalists, they talk to us and they say, wow, electronic music, it's really in. Isn't that good? Don't you feel like the grandfathers of it? And it like, you know, so perhaps, you know, this is going to be the one. You know, what's the one? You know, it's, we've had 17 years. We've been fortunate enough to have 17 years in this business where we've like, we've... We, you know, we we couldn't have wished for more, basically. Right. You know, um, and our albums and our tours have just basically got that little bit more every time. It hasn't suddenly just kind of exploded overnight or anything. I mean, anybody here in LA, especially, they you know, we were playing at places like uh, the Rose Bowl, and uh, you know, selling. We were doing tours at that time, um, playing to twice as many people as we were selling records. That happened for a long time. It took a long while for the records to catch up. Right. But what's different now is that um, 
radio and everything. And I switch on the radio now when I'm in New York or whatever. And, you know, what was so-called alternative music is now mainstream. Sure. Right. What is alternative music? You know, it's just like what's going on. And I think that the whole thing is now like um, think it's, it's more accepted. You know, it's like what it is, and it's not this big like, whoa, I can't play that because that sound doesn't sound familiar. It doesn't sound like a guitar. It's not Leonard Skinner, you know? It doesn't really matter anymore, and I think that's healthy. I think a lot has changed in America over the years. Let me ask you this, uh, Dave. Uh, we were talking the other day when we were promoting the fact that you were going to be coming in about the last time Kevin and I saw you, which was at the Warehouse Record Store across from the Beverly Center about <laughs> oh, that four or five night. years ago. You remember much about that night? A 20, little scary. 20,000 people showed up at that in-store. Do you remember that? That was insane. Was that the worst in-store you ever did? Uh, or, or the, the best? The best and the worst. <laughs> you know, um, I mean, come on, let's, let's, be, let's be honest. I mean... It couldn't have been a better way to kind of like start the whole thing and let no everybody kidding. know. You know, it was a, what was fantastic about it was it wasn't really planned that much. It was just let's do an install, maybe a few hundred people turn up and all that kind of stuff. Right. Oh, okay, then, all right, yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> you know, we thought it might be a bit of a spinal tap affair. You know, right? Um, it was very creepy for, for those so, of us at K Rock because you know all we knew is that Xavier Oslovsky at the time was threatening to sue K Rock till the end of time. You know, we went back to the hotel afterwards and we sat and we flipped through the, the news channels and it was like. You know, English rock band, Depeche Mode. <laughs> Tonight, Mode. stop the traffic. <laughs> you know, uh, it was pretty funny watching it all, you know. So, what are the great uh, memories of working here at K Rock? So, you're not going to, uh, you told us uh, you don't plan on touring. Will you do any dates at all? Or, as far as you know, you're just going to sit um, back and watch the album go? We are actually um, going, after we've finished in New York, we're going back to London and we've got a little band together and stuff. And um, we're um, rehearsing some songs from the album because what we might be doing is when the album comes out, we might do a few what we call launch parties where we will uh, play um, a few songs from the new album. One of them here. One of them here in Los Angeles, probably mm -hmm. one in New York, maybe London, Paris, or whatever. Just a few, you know, a handful of, th of these things. Some you can control. Yeah, exactly. Right. And um, obviously we would like, you know, some fans to... It might be something that we can do later on when the album comes out. We could do some kind of competition or something and, uh, you know... You just don't want to get on the, uh, the I just treadmill, wanna, I that's just, all. You know what? I just want you guys to play our music. <laughs> and I, I, um, you know, it, it would be nice to do that. It's a scary thing at the moment. I, I don't know why that is, but the idea of going out on the road, and, and um, it's not those two hours on stage, that's wonderful. It's the other 22. You know, the, being in a band like this, it's been 17 years. You know, that's like Charlie Watts from The Stones said it right. It's like that's uh, uh, five years of work and the rest is waiting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Well, you're you're very smart to uh, to follow your heart on that too. The last thing you want to do is get in trouble again. That's yeah, sure. and it happens time and time again to some other of my fellow musicians. Exactly. Hey, the the cop from the village people was just arrested with cocaine over the weekend. I mean, <laughs> no, uh, yes, yes, he was. There is no one who is immune. Because <laughs> if he goes down, man, anyone the can go down. Cop from the village people. Oh my God. Busted with cocaine. Well, Dave Gahan, thank you for being on K Rock again. As always, I know you thank go back you a long much. way with K Rock, and there's always a place for your music on this station. Thanks, so it's man. great to see you again. All right, thanks you. Guys. So glad you're doing so well too. Cheers, thank you. That was Dave Gahan. Who was it, Bugs? Dave gone. Okay. Dave's gone. <laughs> see you. Dave's gone, man. Dave's gone. See you. See you next time. Bye. Okay. Did what? No. What? Dave gone. <laughs> <laughs>